0: Visit RuckusAvenueRadio.com
1: for our station schedule and much, much more. gentlemen, Aesthetic Soundwaves is in association with Ruckus Avenue Radio. Go check them out at www.ruckusavenueradio.com. That's Ruckus spelled R-U-K-U-S. And like always, proudly supported by Dilla's Delights in downtown Detroit, 242 John R Street. Make sure to go check them out. Now, back to our regularly scheduled Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of AS Aesthetic Soundwaves. I am your host, Glass. Thank you, thank you so much for the tune-ins, everyone, everywhere. Very tight episode today, so I am going to get straight into the shout-outs right now. So, and I'm just spouting these off in order as I see on the stats. <clears throat> Qatar, Chile, Egypt, Croatia, Indonesia, Cambodia, Panama, Peru, Philippines, Turkey, Venezuela, here in the United States, California, Texas, Georgia north carolina nebraska new jersey nevada state of michigan number one tuned in state in the nation ladies and gentlemen gotta compete with that one right and of course the one and only city of detroit thank you so much for the love appreciation and respect that i get here favor returned favor returned so um today you know I am just straight going to get in. I, I had fun doing this episode. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get straight into the mix of what I did. What I did was take an old uh, record made in 1967, uh, a, a dictation record made for secretarial use at that time, and I mixed it with other music formats kind of like a little bit of spoken word you could say you're gonna see what I mean so what I'm gonna do rather than talk you guys head off today I'm just gonna give you the basic main record info today because I'm gonna be using side 1 and side 2 for today And actually I'm gonna make this a part series so there's gonna be side 3 and 4 next time I'm gonna mess with that when the time comes but what I'm uh, going to do is I'm going to just give you the info. Sorry, I'm thinking about something else. <clears throat> so, basic re- uh, record info here is that this was BBP Speed Dictation Program. It was produced or distributed by the Bureau of Business Practice. Once again, 1967 it was made uh side ones and side two the title of side one is vocabulary building and side two is grammatical errors (laughs) that's again i I played with this and i'm going to give you more info on the music i put behind it and whatever later at this point so yeah you know let's just get into it but before we do but bypassed my memory um I gotta obviously give shout outs to Ruckus Avenue Radio and of course Dash Radio. Thank for the thank you for the association. Appreciate it and much respect. And the same goes for of course the one and only Dillas Delights. Shout out to everyone, the whole crew, staff, the fam, everyone involved. You know what's up, you know I got respect for you guys, and thank you for the love and appreciation also, you already know that though. So folks, let's just straight get into this uh, this record today, and I'm going to be playing you what I call, at least this part, on my notes, I say Dictation Mix Side 1, whatever you want to call it at this point, but <laughs> anyway, I'll be back in a second.
0: The following letters will be dictated at 100 words a minute. Please do not start taking dictation until after you have listened to this introduction. Your executive dictates the words he wants you to transcribe. However, in his rush to answer so many letters, he may not take the time to choose exactly the right word, the one which most clearly expresses his meaning. You should build your vocabulary so that you can suggest tactfully, a substitution. At the end of this side, transcribe your notes. Compare them against answer sheet number three for correct spellings and meanings. Ready, begin. Dear Mary, as yet I have not been able to inveigle Alice into proceeding with her writing. I fear that she is still suffering from the after effects of her accident. The physician had predicted that no traumatic effects would remain longer than six weeks. This, however, is the ninth week. John and I have worked out an indeterminate program for the summer lecture series. As soon as it has been revised and is in final form, I shall send you a copy to peruse. Sincerely, Dear Ruth, you were correct in handling the prospective clients the way you did. In fact, you will probably receive a letter of commendation from the Home Office because of it. The coming sales campaign will be the most important in our history. If we are to maintain the right perspective during the campaign, however, we shall need more careful planning than that which was done for last year's campaign for new prospects. I hope you like the stationery I sent you. It certainly isn't a run-of-the-mill type, is it? At the moment, I am working on my biennial report. I am glad that this is not a perennial item, since it takes me many hours to complete. Most sincerely, yours. Mr. Frederick L. Reynolds, 41 Orange Place, Winnetka, Illinois. Dear Fred, It was no surprise to learn that Mr. White had perpetrated the mischief in Albany. He has more than one idiosyncrasy, I know, and I think he is capable of acting in a manner that will cause even more serious trouble. Some persons say he is trying to perpetuate his name, by making life miserable for others. We should make this fact known. If White is guilty of further misdemeanors or misconduct, we must sever our relations with him. Very sincerely, yours. Mr. Benjamin E. Rich. 18 Fleet Road, Lexington, Kentucky. Dear Mr. Rich, indeed, I was not rationalizing in my previous letter. Although I am considered a gourmet, I am not a satellite who is interested in benefiting by being in the company of prominent persons. In your letter, you said that Dr. Smith considers me an innocuous go-getter. I do not know how to interpret Smith's statement. Frankly, I think that he is being insulting. Nevertheless, the entire matter is too trivial to bother me. Dr. Smith is well known, difficulty on many occasions. Thank you, Mr. Rich, for defending me during my absence. I deeply appreciate your efforts to keep the peace. It is good to know that you, like me, wish to avoid further dissension in our group. Very sincerely yours. Dear Miss Edwards, thank you for sending your representative Mrs. Mary Day to discuss your new automated equipment. I was glad that you had forewarned me about Mrs. Day. You are indeed correct about her tendency to gesticulate. She is also loquacious, but I know that everyone enjoyed talking with her. I am alarmed at the new tax being levied on inflammable products. Manufacturers have already been harassed by exorbitant license fees. But this new tax may be the straw that will break the camel's back. It is mandatory that we all make our feelings known about this matter immediately. Very sincerely yours. Dear Jack, the codicil to the will has changed the whole complexion of the case. We now must meet as soon as possible to discuss our next line of attack. In talking with Uncle John this morning, I mentioned the codicil. He says that a matter of protocol is involved, and that we should say or do nothing until we consult Judge Harper. Have you sent your acknowledgment to Uncle John yet? He stands on formality, as you well know, and if you haven't sent it to him, it may be wise to do so before he suddenly appears on the scene cordially yours. Dear Harry, is there an established criterion to guide me in my procedure? If so, I should like to hear about it. I have examined the proceedings of similar clubs, but can find no situation parallel to ours. Speaker Frank Johnson seems to be just as gregarious as ever. He has been giving one party after another and is irked because I have not had time to attend any one of them. If there are any criteria that may help, please send me details. Sincerely, Mr. John B. Oliver, 103 West Street, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Dear Mr. Oliver, the chauffeur's excellent testimony is incontrovertible. It came as a complete surprise, I must admit. I hate to say that I was wrong but it looks as though I perhaps did the defendant an injustice. I am ready, however, to make amends for any inconvenience I may have caused him. That the last witness was telling the truth, I feel that the veracity of some of his statements is questionable. It may be that I am wrong again, but I feel that too many of his answers were incongruous. I shall be glad to know how you feel about these matters. Please write me at the above address, very sincerely yours. To our salesman, the principles set forth in your manual are irrevocable and there can be no exceptions to them. The fact that certain actions inconvenience you is irrelevant. The adopted regulations tend to work for the welfare of the entire staff regardless of the fact that an occasional man may be caused extra work. Please read the article about reciprocal trade agreements in the May issue of our pamphlet. Ladies and gentlemen, in my talk today, I shall again emphasize the importance of reciprocity in dealing with new firms similar to ours. If we reciprocate, we may eventually relieve ourselves of some of the incongruous situations that have occurred in the past. On your program, you will find several helpful pointers. For the present, at least, you can ignore pages one and two, since much of the data are extraneous. Although they are irrelevant to our present discussion, you will wish to refer to them later. Miss Helen Black, Bay City, Maine. Dear Miss Black, Mr. William White has agreed to act as intermediary for us. Since he is acquainted with the firm concerned, he is, I am sure, the best person to assist us in our efforts to mediate the case involving $25,000. His fee is large, but that fact is inconsequential. If he effects good results, he will be worth every cent he charges. Up to date, we have not heard from Luke Jackson. His failure to reciprocate has been a deterrent to our making greater progress. We hesitate to act definitely in this matter until we have his backing. Every one of us hopes that a reconciliation can be effected soon. We may be calling on you, Miss Black, for further help. We know that we can count on you, very cordially yours. Dear Mr. Fisk, too many people seem lost in a vacuum and do not ever think of the adverse effects that a fire could have on their property. We can cite many examples of people of this type, people who never want good advice. We know that you are not among such people, Mr. Fisk. We know that you seek advice in order to assure your peace of mind. Therefore, you will not think that we are meddling when we advise you to read the enclosed pamphlet. The site of one of the houses mentioned is close to your own home. The owner adopted the attitude that nothing would ever happen to him. He devised no plan to protect himself in case of emergency. He was averse to listening to any good advice. Our special type of fire insurance can be adapted to suit your needs. We shall be glad to discuss this insurance with you at your convenience, very sincerely yours. To all committee members, this morning, I was quizzed concerning the money spent for public relations. The quiz included some questions about those people who are not residents of this state. I was not aware that a person's place of residence mattered, but now I discover that we must annul all these agreements. Before they are annulled, though, we must notify our various correspondents of all pending annulments. How do you feel about these matters? Since you excel in canvassing your respective areas, perhaps you can gather some brief opinions. Maybe many members will not wish to waive their present rights, and I can well understand how they may feel. Please note that I need your advice by April 15. Can you devise some method of keeping everyone happy? I surely hope you can do so. Yours very sincerely. Please stop taking dictation. The following letters involve corrections made during dictation. Mrs. William Burlington. That's spelled B-U-R-L-I-N-G-T-O-N. 197 Briar Lane, Briar Hill, Vermont. Dear Mrs. Burley, we have recently sent your husband several reminder letters concerning the above past due balance. We have not, however, received a payment from him, nor an explanation of the delay. You can understand why We are anxious to have this account paid. Will you please take a few minutes of your time and send the remittance? The enclosed envelope will prove a convenient way for you to mail a check today. Change that sentence to, the self-addressed envelope is enclosed for your convenience. Why not mail a check today? Sincerely, credit card company. Mr. Stuart White, spelled S-T-E-W-A-R-T, 897 State Avenue, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Dear Mr. White, on or about January 5, we made a loan to you. The face amount of the note was $960 and called for repayment in 24 installments of $40. This loan was made at your request and was granted on the basis of a satisfactory credit report we received from your local credit bureau. We are about to report to the credit bureau the present status of your account and your lack of cooperation with us in our attempt to collect the balance due us. At some future date, you may need credit again, and your present apparent indifference may affect any grantors of credit to whom you apply. Change that to, this will affect your credit rating and make it difficult to obtain a loan in the future. Your need may be urgent and failure to receive the credit you require may be costly and embarrassing to you. A report as described above will be sent to the credit bureau on July 15. Your response or lack of response to this notice will determine the content of that report. Yours truly Make that sincerely, Consumer Credit
1: Division. It's funny. <laughs> this guy reminds us of something I think we're all facing, and we do in our whole struggle of life is pay bills, pay bills. Right? Reminds us of that in these uh, especially hard times. But hey, keep your head up, folks. Keep your heads up. Don't let uh, don't let the bill collectors scare you to death. Uh we're gonna get through this we're gonna okay so I'm just gonna rather than talk I'm gonna need to give you the give you the music info of what I played on side 1 and what I'm gonna do with side 2 so side 1 I kinda wanted to see test your guys skill too or at least see if you picked up a few classical pieces here and there one or two may head off definitely in the head more easier than, in, in a, than the three that I put off. But the first one, when I started that, was Brahms' Violin Concerto in D, right? Opus 77, Adagio. So then after that was the very famous Pachelbel's Canon in D Major. Everyone knows that son from weddings to graduations to, what was it, um, Dr. Octagon. Also, Dan the Animator remixed that, and uh, yeah, that turned into quite a well-played one. So, then after Canon and D major, I played Grieg, Piano Concerto. Uh, Pierre Gent was the orchestral leader on this one. And that was Opus forty six, Death of a Say. So now we build into side two. Where once again I got the same dictation speed going, but what I'm gonna do this time around is I'm gonna put some experimental electronic classical music made back in the nineteen sixties. We're on the same time, I'd say. So this mix comes off I've used this record once before. Um, the Columbia Princeton, uh, Columbia label, but it was Columbia Princeton Electronic Music Center. It's the full side too, and this is going to be all the so called songs in order. Or the, it is, a, they are songs, but all the songs in order. First one is Milton Babbitt, composition for synthesizer. After that, is Mario Davidovsky electronic study number one, and after that is Otto Looning gargoyles, and that will finish off the set because after I'm done with the this side of my what was I calling it <laughs> dictation mix side two, right? I'm just gonna go right out there, and you know we'll go. You'll see me next show, but real quick. General info uh, just you know just type in aesthetic sound waves, look for the pod bean though I've been ripped my name my name has been ripped off before, so just look for the pod bean and a bald dude you that's me, right <laughs> um, so yeah, you know you can look me up. I have certain social medias I'm playing with still at the moment, but I'll give you uh more info later on down the line. Uh, more my general info next show because I want to do some special shout outs to some special people who have been helping me along the past few months. But that'll be for next episode, and yeah, well, I'll wait for it till that point. But for now, folks, let's get back into this dictation record and have some fun again. I, as I said, I'm, I'm proud of this episode, so. It's my honor to bring it to the world, and I hope you enjoy it just as much. That being said, folks, please be safe in these hard times. And like I said in the intro, just keep your heads up, and, you know, we got this. We got this. This is your man, Glass of AS, signing out. Next wave.
0: The following letters will be dictated at 110 words a minute. Please do not start taking dictation until after you have listened to this introduction. You may have conquered spelling and punctuation and enlarged your vocabulary, but are you sure you're using the correct verb tenses? Do you know the rules covering the use of the subjunctive? Do you know when to use less and fewer? Do you know when an adverb should be used in place of an adjective? The following letters have grammatical errors. Find out how many you recognize and correct them. Then after transcribing your notes, compare them with answer sheet number four. Ready, begin. The Universal Agency, fifty-two Second Avenue, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Subject, the progress of my litigation. Attention of Mr. John Carter. Dear Mr. Carter, my attorneys have notified me that I am to blame for not assuming greater responsibility. There are more than one possibility too that the defendants will pursue the issue of me being negligent to an even greater extent than has already been mentioned. My association with the advertising firm may be beneficial to my cause. If I receive their complete cooperation, it may affect a change that definitely will assist me. The other two beneficiaries are contemplating further discussion with the insurance company. Large corporations are unusually effective in such cases, however, and I positively believe that each of the beneficiaries don't have a well-organized case. Please wire me when Paul Williams communicates with you. I am particularly eager to enlist his assistance. Sincerely yours, Mr. Thomas W. Wheeler, 21 Jackson Street, New Orleans, Louisiana. The new educational procedures. Have you heard that the superintendent of schools, Robert J. Smith, has established an educational committee to study the situation that is the principal cause of difficulty? Please telephone Superintendent Smith on Friday afternoon, for there is a possibility that he or one of his committee members are ready to cooperate with the newspapers. Smith cooperating had ought to bring the matter to a successful conclusion. The Educational Committee, according to the Board of Education, recognize the importance of publicity. The people of our community have every right to be informed since taxpayers' money will be used to effect the new educational procedures. Each and every taxpayer I am confident have an interest in the policy recommended. If your investigation necessitates studying the financial aspects farther, please let me know. Sincerely, Robert W. Robinson, State Director. The Retailing Institute 70 Central Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois. Attention of the director. Dear sir, our department store is anxious to cooperate with the National Association of Retailing Executives in sponsoring a program for students of retailing. Have you given any consideration to permitting several retailing students to gain valuable on-the-job experience by working afternoons and Saturdays, our unusual training program will include careful supervision. There will be complete coordination also so that retailing teachers will have numerous opportunities to work closely with our personnel. The enclosed bulletin includes a complete description of our retailing program. You will notice that a number of leading retailing executives has already given approval to the program. A list of companies, organizations, and individual persons who are giving recognition to the program are also included. If you desire further information, either please write or telephone us. Our program and the enthusiasm of our personnel gives every indication of providing what is hoped will be An outstanding contribution to successful business education in our prosperous community. Very cordially yours. The University of West Sacramento, California. Gentlemen, the enclosed catalog, together with the accompanying materials, contain... Answers to the several questions in your letter of January 17. On the yellow separate sheet, we have listed the page numbers that will be particularly interesting for you. Bulletin number 75W, which is also enclosed contains much valuable information concerning the qualifications necessary for success in secretarial positions. Some of the most important organizations in America contributed the information that we have tabulated in this bulletin you will note the emphasis placed on the right attitude, the proper personality, and the desire to assume responsibility. More than one half of our business graduates obtain beginning positions in industrial management. Personnel work, as well as positions in the offices, of manufacturers appeal to our male graduates. Whenever we may supply you with further information, please communicate directly with me. Yours sincerely. Please stop taking dictation. The following letters involve corrections made during dictation. Ready? Begin. Mr. David L. Roveri, that's spelled R-O-V-E-R-I, 300 Market Street, San Francisco, California. Dear Mr. Roveri, thank you for your letter of February 14th. Please change that to 17. I am pleased to know that you are pleased with our new folder. Change the second pleased to happy. Paragraph. Next week, I shall be in your territory. And if you will be free for lunch on Friday, comma, I shall be happy to meet you. I shall call, change that to phone, shortly after arriving in your city, paragraph. I am looking forward to seeing you again, Mr. Roveri. while I am stopping, make that staying, at the Hotel Essex in your city, change that to San Francisco. Sincerely, yours. Mrs. Betty, that's spelled B-E-T-T-E, Jackson, 249 West Pine Street, Providence, Rhode Island. Dear Betty, thank you for your thoughtfulness in offering to be of service. Make that assistance to us during National Book Week, paragraph. With this letter, I am sending you two copies of our program. Better change that to three copies. You will probably be interested in examining it since it contains the names of several of your prominent friends. The activities on Friday will be appealing for those who have had library training. Paragraph. If you wish, Mrs. Jackson, let's change that to Betty, you can help at our exhibit from 11.30 a.m. to 2.15 p.m. We shall be grateful if you can do this, since it will relieve us during the lunch hour periods paragraph if you can help us just call me at republic 8-6000 any day this week very truly yours let's say yours sincerely the jones machine company 29 to 33 that's Written 29-33, hyphen Western Avenue, Flint, Michigan. Dear Mr. Jones, change that to Attention of Mr. Robert Jones. Gentlemen, enclosed with this letter is our bid number 48-C. Be sure to type a hyphen before the C. You will notice that this bid is typed on a new form, one that will facilitate your work, I am sure, and one that makes the pertinent information stand out clearly. Paragraph. On the back of the bid, there are now three lines for signatures. Be sure to, make that please be sure to, have the proper signatures affixed, instead of affixed, say, written on these lines before having the bid returned to us by June 15. Change that to before returning the bid to us by June 15. Yours very true. Mrs. Olga R. Larson. That name ends with E-N, Big Bluff, Idaho. Dear Mrs. Larson, Enclosed is our credit memorandum for $35.75. Change that to $53.75. This is to take care of the damaged item in your shipment of recent date better say of July 18. Paragraph. We are indeed sorry that you have been inconvenienced by receiving a damaged shipment. Since the fault lay with the transportation company, make that trucking company, that delivered the goods, however, we hope that you will forgive us. Sincerely the foundation for the advancement of education room 305 the charter building 2003 Main Street that should be East Main Street Chicago Illinois. Gentlemen subject idea for a new publication For several months now, strike out now, I have been writing a manuscript that deals with, change that to a manuscript that covers some of the problems met in teaching in rural schools. In my research, I have talked with more than 50, change that to 53 experts in the field of rural education. Also, I mailed questionnaires to 130 rural teachers. Ninety-eight of these questionnaires have been returned to me. Paragraph. Since your foundation is interested in publishing monographs on special fields, change that to in specialized areas of education... I am wondering if, strike out if, and insert whether, you may be interested in considering my manuscript. I have only two more chapters to complete. The finished chapters have been all reviewed. Better make that all have been reviewed by top educational authorities in rural education. Take off the word educational paragraph. I shall appreciate hearing from you, letting me know whether you are interested in my work. Yours very truly. Thomas and Williams, 163 Fifth Avenue, New York, New York. Gentlemen, thank you for your letter of recent date let's say of January 14. The enclosed price list shows several new items recently added to our line of stationery, all of which is low priced. Make that popularly priced. The price list shows the recent changes in our discount. Please note that no discount is now permitted on orders under $110. Paragraph. Bond paper number 114, change that to 141, has been popular for the past five years' time. Take out time. We are now providing this same stock in a pale blue, since the trade has been demanding this color change trade to our customers we look forward to filling your orders for our stationery if we may help in any other way please let us know very truly yours the last two sentences should be a separate paragraph miss deirdre robinson The Airdrie is spelled D-E-I-R-D-R-E, 88 West Palm Boulevard, Miami, Florida. Dear Miss Robinson, please pardon the delay in answering your letter of May 21. Since I was on a trip when it reached my office, your letter was held for my return. My secretary thought, no, strike out that, the material you requested was put into the mail, no, say, was sent to you this morning. It, therefore, should reach you by the end of the week. We could not include a sample of the soft text that's spelled S-O-F hyphen, capital T-E-X fabric you requested since we no longer manufacture it. This item has been replaced by a Dacron fabric that is described in our new catalog a copy of which was sent you some time ago. Paragraph. It is good to learn that you are having such fine results change that to excellent results with the linens you bought three months ago these items have been one of the best selling items in our stock change that to linens in our stock in fact we have been having difficulty in keeping enough of them on hand better take out the last sentence Paragraph. If you would like a few samples of summer fabrics, comma, Miss Robinson, comma, please drop us a line. Let's say, please let us know. We are always ready to be of special service to you. Yours, sincerely. Mr. Anthony Worthmore, 17th 2nd Street, make that avenue, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Dear Mr. Worthmore, thank you for your partial payment. As much as we appreciate the effort you have made to settle your account, we must point out that the balance remains long overdue. We must insist, therefore, that you pay it in full within 15 days from the date of this letter. We are enclosing a self-addressed envelope for your continued cooperation. Change that to, we are enclosing a self-addressed envelope for your convenience. Sincerely, make that very truly yours. Mr. Richard Anderson, 233 Hancock Street, Bangor, Maine. Dear Mr. Anderson, this is a form letter. It is sent because we believe, make that no that you have overlooked our charge of $362.85. Make that $364.85. Knowing fully well fully well how busy you are this letter is sent merely as a reminder change reminder to memory jogger and also to enclose a stamped addressed envelope for your convenience in remitting thank you in advance very truly yours change that to sincerely yours Mr. Paul Tightler, spelled T-Y-T-L-A, 18th Spring Lane, Springville, Wyoming. Dear Mr. Tightler, thank you for your order and for the opportunity to demonstrate our service and the quality of our merchandise. The usual credit investigation preliminary Opening a new account has brought us reports giving us the history of your business and details of your present financial situation. You are securing a very good volume, but when we compare it with your receivables, it is apparent that your customers are not cooperating with you properly in paying their bills, omit properly. The money you have tied up in amounts overdue from your customers could be used to reduce your own indebtedness, which we feel is rather heavy. And to eliminate the reports of slowness of up to 90 and 120 days, which are coming from your creditors. No doubt you are already taking steps to bring this situation under control. However, our policy does not provide for granting credit where payments are slow to this extent. Therefore, we cannot ship your order on open account. We would like to review your situation again in six months and take up the matter of credit with you then. Omit that paragraph, change it to, we hope you are taking steps to bring this situation under control. Since our policy does not allow granting credit where payments are slow, We cannot ship your order on open account. However, we would like to review your credit situation in six months. In the meantime, may we suggest that you permit us to ship your requirements on a COD basis, which will, of course, earn you a substantial discount. If you will let us have your reply promptly, we can still get the goods to you in time to take advantage of the present rising business trends. You can depend upon good service from the merchandise you ordered. Sincerely, Lucas Avenue Radio.